Welcome to Drunk on Comics Podcast, episode 218. Derek and Lynn's join me in the studio to have some fun. 218 is a lot of episodes. We're awesome. But I don't Mostly. feel like, though, it was that long ago of our 200th. Like, it was only like 18 ago. We're, we're knocking them out. Yeah, it, it's been an incredible summer for us so far. Yeah. Well, we, we did some book reviews today. I did Snot Girl. I yeah. did Snot Girl. <laughs> Hot. I did, number I did, two. And I did Power Rangers Annual Number One. He does I, that in his brain nightly. Yeah. <laughs> Tony and I went on a lot of tangents about random things that were really fun. Yeah. A little, little bit of a wrestling little heritage. Ra- little wrestling, little, little, little Harley fumes. Quinn rant. Oh, yeah, the Harley Quinn, yeah. We gave some some shout outs and some love to our boy Jim Toe and his new project with uh, Youngblood. Yeah, no, I'm so glad that we uh, we Just, brought him up uh, from where he was at. He uh, started from the bottom, now he's here. Yeah, um, <laughs> if only people could see how far you raised. The I know. Car. <laughs> uh, Captain America is no longer around, and that's kind of sad news. But I guess listen to the episode to find out why. So sit back, relax, and enjoy Drunk on Comics. Podcast episode 218 What's in a Name? Because we're totally going to drink. I think I meant. That was supposed to be like, we're going to drink incognito. Where is it? <laughs> I don't know where air quotes came from that. <laughs> uh, it is at the Crown Plaza again. Okay. Yes. Same place they had it last year. Uh, yeah, I think we could make this happen. Yes. It will be fun. It will be fun. Grand Con. <laughs> Yay. So, so I have an awkward fun story from last night. Oh, and what was that? Uh, I was, I, I got, the Loot Crate had the 30-day trial of WoW, so I was like, oh, I'll pop on and talk to some of my friends that I haven't talked to in a long time ago, from way back in the day. So I was just messing around making this random character, and I get this message, and I'm like, join this guild. I'm like, oh, that might be my friend asking me. Cool. So I hit the button. I accidentally joined a gay guild, and I was like, oh, God, I hope none of my friends are looking and seeing <laughs> that I've joined Gamers United. <laughs> Gamers. G- G-A-Y-M-E-R-S. And I'm like, what have I done? Oh, no. <laughs> Please, no one, none of my 12 friends on right now look at what my thing says. I'll be judged. No. Well, so. that's sad. Yeah. Um, yeah, speaking of uh, other news, you didn't get to see SummerSlam, did you? No, I haven't done anything lately. I went backpacking. That was fun. I got He's been itch. very busy. I've been a busy man. Um, I caught a bunch of bass and swimmer's itch up on an island. That was <laughs> oh, cool. you got swimmer's itch? I did, from my oh, knees down. Oh, that fucking sucks. Yeah, it looked like I had leg pox. Isn't that from, like, it's duck poop? So ducks, all right, I'll give you the life cycle of swimmer's Holy itch. Holy shit, so you... that's what I fucking had after I got back from tubing. Yeah. I was itching like a fucking Did you have little red dots all over your legs? Well, it wasn't, no, they weren't really red, but they looked like, unless they're just mosquito bites, they look more predominantly... They so here's here's the life cycle, and this is educational for everybody on swimmer's itch. So basically, these uh, ducks shit because they have the parasite in them. Right. This is the circle of life. It goes down into this particular snail, typically in shallow yes. water that is not really moving. They burrow into them. It reproduces and lets out these little tiny uh, like parasites that burrow into ducks and muskrats. But um, and then the circle starts again because then they shit. It goes through like their bloodstream. Right. They shit out the eggs and it starts over again because they're like a flatworm. Um, for humans, it just burrows in and itches like a son of a bitch. Um, you looks like it looks like I had a bunch like of mosquito parasites? bites all over. Yeah, they're parasites that burrow under your legs. Yeah, it's looked really like, gross. Looked like I had mosquito bites all over my legs from my knees down because we had to wade out to fish. Yeah. Um, it, you can prevent it if you towel off, but drunk ass me fishing right. in a random lake is like, ah, fuck it, whatever. I'll walk up the hill. Um, didn't do that. So yeah, I woke up and I was like, yeah, my legs are a little red. And from Dylan. Look, is allergic to everything. So he looked like he had the worst case of poison ivy oh, ever. Oh shit! Because he was in there longer, multiple mm. times, mm. and uh, we had to leave a day early because he thought he had really bad poison ivy. Mm. And then he was apparently the only time ever that someone's gone to urgent care and been excited they had swimmers itch. <laughs> and then we made fun of him for going to urgent care for swimmers itch. Hey, because poison ivy's no joke. Yeah, but swimmers itch. That just goes away it after does. five days. But yeah, I looked like I had like chicken pox. 
It started off just like mosquito bites, and then yeah, they got really, exactly really red. They got so really, they, really red, and they went away. Okay, yeah. Then it, it just goes away after like a week, week yeah. and a half. You, yeah. So you, if when you get out of the water, you're supposed to like rinse off or towel, towel off. off. Towel you can off. actually buy some rosehip soap too. Yeah, they there's a like you put like this oil stuff yeah. on your legs too, and they can't burrow through it because they're really shitty at getting yeah. in. But well, I was drunk too, and I yeah. did shower, but it whatever. It's, yeah, you really have to towel off aggressively. Well, right if you're in the, the if you're in the water for a really long time, it mm-hmm. almost doesn't. Yeah, matter. I could feel like my legs start to itch standing in the water yeah. for like an hour, and I went, "This is gonna suck," but then I forgot. We so always growing up up north, we always avoided the the waters that had the ducks all over them. Uh-huh. Okay, well, well, mo- most of us nerds were sitting in our basement not getting that. Uh, some of us watched SummerSlam, which, oh my god, I want to talk. I'm getting so much more into Should I call wrestling. Dirk so you can talk about it? Yeah, actually, it was... <laughs> you just randomly Twitter him back just if he Skype him and see if he answers. No, they're like... That would be funny, but... So, so many good storylines that have been coming out of Raw and now ever since the, the brand switched in SmackDown... But at the same point, you can see Vince's hands and all this stupid shit. And I know this is only part of the segment of our listeners that even care about wrestling. It's actually probably a large portion. Yeah, I know, Lindsay, <laughs> you're you're kind of nodding off from this. But I oh, think well, we're well. going to try to bring back a little bit of some wrestling SmackDown talk. Because I've gotten so into it right it's lately. It's comic book related. They have a whole... Uh, DC's coming out with a whole WWE, like... Yeah, apparently there's some... Like... like entire series not just like here's a one shot here and they're like a whole wwe comic book series okay. from dc so you know i mean it's still you're fine I'm I'm wwe fine. rebirth <laughs> <laughs> that is what they need to do what they keep doing with brock and and building him so up to be unstoppable and sad thing that happened to finn and oh there's just so many good things that i'm like but why are you doing this now this is so fucking stupid and I just, yeah, there. You have to really watch it to get the storylines because it is a male soap opera. But oh, it is with greased up dudes groping each other. Yeah. So it's... But I find it hilarious though. <laughs> from the feuds, from the feuds that happen in real life that are staged, but people think is real. That's part of the wrestling gimmick is to make it blur the lines between real and not real. And to hear about uh, the Rock. Uh, kind of in Vin Diesel having this feud that we reported back a couple months ago when they were filming the Fast and the Furious, whether that was to stir up, you know, controversy or thoughts on the movie itself um, was to be re- remain to be seen, but it sounded like there was a real altercation, but now it sounds like they're getting in a feud to ramp up Fast and the Furious coming out um, in, uh, in April, and then with that happening around uh, WrestleMania. In WWE to have like a match or something between go them to yeah so it'd be kind of cross promotions of both sides and I am like holy shit so all this was fake or was it part real or not and that's what's pissing me off with wrestling right now because I don't know what is real and what is not well that means they're being successful right yeah and it, usually they aren't no. yeah no and that's where I'm like they are selling some hardcore sh- then other stuff though they aren't so that's where I'm saying it used to just be mediocre. Yeah. Now it's high and low to the extreme, and if they could just cut some of that low shit out and make that mediocre, then it would just be the the greatest thing since the Attitude Era. Um, but then this this whole feud, it's kind of like I I'm liking it because right. they're both nerdy people. I mean, kind of ruins it though, you know. Like I wish it would have just been like a surprise instead of like coming out now and being like, oh, they're gonna fight maybe at WrestleMania. Well, that's the thing; the rumors always get broken. And yeah. Unfortunately. That's true. So in the suspending disbelief of wrestling stuff, like a month ago, did you see the final deletion match, like all the stuff leading up to it on TNA between Matt and Jeff Hardy? No. Where they had like freaking like quadcopter, like sentry things flying in and attacking Jeff Hardy in his house and he was smashing him with the guitars. <laughs> it was like the greatest, what? most cheesy story thing where they had this ridiculous match where they were shooting each other with like uh, freaking Roman candles and like hiding under a dilapidated <laughs> boat and all this. Wow. It, you have to watch it on YouTube. It is probably the I greatest the fake wrestling thing you've ever seen. Like I died. I almost I was crying. I was laughing so hard. No, actually, that brings up to SummerSlam, the best promo I've ever seen. It was a made-for commercial for KFC. Dolph Ziggler as the Colonel versus the Miz dressed up as a chicken. Uh-huh. Yeah. They copied uh, Family Guy. Really? Oh. The, the Colonel and the Miz <laughs> got into a wrestling fight. It was one of the best promotions I've ever seen that I was like, 
I wasn't even mad that I sat through a commercial. I actually want to see those be characters of these two people and take that storyline. I do think the WWE Network making you pay $10 a month and then making you sit through, like, five minutes of commercials between each match is the most ridiculous shit I've ever seen. Yeah. But, hey, whatever. Yeah, I don't. I guess they got to make up the revenue somewhere from not having $55, $60 pay-per-views right. every month that people aren't buying. That people aren't buying. They're just going somewhere and watching them or getting them for free somehow. All right, uh, let's uh, get into some books. Books. What do you got? Well, I picked up Snot Girl, number two. I reviewed number one, and I don't even care, because I'm totally going to review number two, because I love this book. It's amazing. It's the best thing I've ever read. When did you review it? Uh, you weren't there. It was uh, it was Studio B. It was okay. a Studio B exclusive. <laughs> So you missed I it. I feel like no, but I feel well, like I, I could. I feel like I could pull a Tony right here. You would know if you listened to the show. I was just gonna fucking say <laughs> I did listen to it because there was something about girl and snot. Um, and it wasn't just me picking my nose. Yes, I do listen to those fucker. <laughs> it's just that you know how short term like my brain is. I forget after we record Squirrel! what we just talk about, yeah. Yeah. and I have to text you guys like a couple hours later. I'm gonna post this soon. What did we review? Yep. It's true, he does do that. Okay. That's not even a lie. Okay, so it's not Girl, written by Brian Lee O'Malley. A reminder of Scott Pilgrim. Oh, fame. yeah, so that was yes. why you're big. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't draw this one. It's drawn by Leslie Hung, who kills it on this book. So, I'm going to spoil the last one a little bit, because I didn't spoil it, but I think that it's been long enough since the last one came out that I could ruin the ending now. So, the ending of Snot Girl number one... She has met this girl who she wants to make her new BFF forever, and they're in a bar, and she goes, she, her allergies start kicking in, so snot starts running down her face, and she gets all embarrassed, and this girl walks in and sees her and starts making fun of her, and then the girl trips and hits her head on the floor, and it is bleeding everywhere. So that's the end of number one. So you think that this girl's dead. And this book, this book starts with this girl thinking... That she killed somebody with her... Snot? With her allergy pills and snot, yes. So she's been hiding in her house for, like, a month straight, thinking the police are going to come get her because she killed somebody. So a lot of the beginning of the book is just her being neurotic and her assistant helping her be neurotic, (laughs) which I can relate to because as a girl, we often get very neurotic. many neuroses? (laughs) Yes, especially when it comes to... Idiosyncrasies? Don't you think? That probably would have been a more accurate nothing song. Nothing. <laughs> the ironic thing about that song is nothing she says is ironic. It's ironic. It's yeah. unfortunate. <laughs> yes, neurotic probably would have been a better word yeah. to use. Even um, so, you get further into the book and you find out that her ex boyfriend is dating her former intern, who's totally trying to be like a little copy of her. So she stole her boyfriend and her look. And this is a total chick book. If you can't tell already, because the boys man? have already <laughs> lost interest in everything that I'm saying. If you can see the, the looks on their faces right now, <laughs> they're just completely glazed over. Um, so, in essence, it's it's really this book is really just about a girl trying to like get over something that she thinks she's done and come to terms with the fact that she probably has a stalker now, which is a weird turn of events to go from thinking that you killed somebody to now just worrying about whether you have a stalker or not. But hey, she's neurotic. So. Maybe, it's, maybe it's the dead dead body ghost. That, that comes up later because Sco- Scooby, she, she gets the spoilers. I can't, she gets a text later from maybe this girl. I don't know. It's up in the air whether it's... It becomes unclear whether she actually remembers things correctly or not. Um, the only, my only problem with this this particular book, this issue, is it switches storylines at the end to uh, this cop who is investigating God knows what, but he's like fashion cop. It's literally like if you could see if they had an Adult Swim show called Fashion Cop, and it was like the most over the top show about a cop who loves fashion. That's what this reminded me of. I, I wish they'd have merged X-Cop <laughs> into this. Fashion Cop. Night Mission. Fashion Cop. But yeah, so it kind of <laughs> loses steam there at the end, but everything else in this book is amazing. And if you have watched or read Scott Pilgrim... And you're a girl. <laughs> well, yeah. Or you just love Scott, uh, Brian Lee O'Malley, because there, he's got some guy readers, too. This one might be a little more girl-focused than Scott Pilgrim. Is but it has that entire feel. There's this, there's this 
page on here where she realizes that her stalker is her ex-intern, and it goes through this whole panel where the, her, the girl's name starts getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And in my head, I'm just picturing, like, a scene from Scott Pilgrim where she's like, Charlene? And there's, like, a big graphic overhead with the name, and it echoes. Negus. Yes. girl. Yes, exactly. So... I'm still in love with this book. I don't understand Fashion Cop. I hope that they explain it more later, because it's kind of distracting. Um, Fashion missions! <laughs> but I'm going to stay on it, because I love Brian Lee O'Malley I was going to say, though, with lot. him, though, I mean, things come out of nowhere. Uh, yeah. And then kind of have a big... They resolve like, res- later, yeah. yeah. So it could be, I mean, who knows what he's... He's got her picture pulled up on his little iPad, so he must be investigating her for something. I just don't know if it's related to this girl hitting her head on the floor, if that's even what really happened, why he loves fashion so much, (laughs) why he doesn't sleep with any of the hot girls that are running after him 24-7. I got that from two pages. (laughs) I think we can think of a pretty good explanation for that, if he really loves fashion, (laughs) but... Good call. Just, just saying. <laughs> All right. You do have some insight there, mister. I joined a gay guild my first day back on WoW. <laughs> <laughs> that was a mistake. I've had prouder moments. Not that so, there's anything wrong with that. No. They seemed very nice. It just no. wasn't my scene. <laughs> um, so you guys know my two favoritest things in the world, Favoritist? Right? Yeah. Uh, Power Rangers. Yep. Alcohol. Beer. Actually, shit, I got a lot more favorites. I was thinking, <laughs> thinking Transformers oh. uh, as well. But you you hit the nail on the head. You actually guessed the, what I was thinking of right now. I uh, picked up uh, the Mighty Morphin, Morphin Power Rangers 2016 Annual. Annual. Number one. Which, as far as annuals go... I have a question real what? quick. Why yeah. do they number annuals? Because sometimes like <laughs> Deadpool has two annuals, which... <laughs> He had a biannual, actually, two biannuals. Um, I really don't know. Well, because, no, back in the day, they actually used numbered to, them. They used to number them well, because, like, I know for a fact I bought Matt Fantastic Four annual number five, which had the first Doctor Doom backstory. So they did have them um, every year numbered. So right. you kind of know where to put they them. They don't do that anymore, though, do they? No, pretty much it's just always one. Right. Because they wanted to have just one. Okay. Which would make perfect fucking sense. And actually, if. The majority of publishers were smart. In 2000, that's when they could have reset everything, and I would have been fine with it. So you would know annual number 16 came out in 2016. I guess it kind of goes differently, though, for new books that just came out. Right. But at the same point, I hate these renumbering of everything. <laughs> yes, yes. This book, in of itself, seven ninety nine. That is expensive. Hefty. Yes. and Is it a thick bitch? It's forty. It's forty-two pages, so it's not. Honestly, I've seen more for that. I paid four ninety-nine for the one from Image. Yeah, fifty. The Monday murders, whatever. Black Black Monday Monday murders. murders. And that that was worth it. This is the first time I'm going to go on a leg and say is very much worth it for what is in there. Um, There's most annuals have kind of break up some different stories. This one has six different ones. And each one nails the Power Rangers universe, like, to a T. Um, there's three of them. One of them I'm just going to mention that, for anyone that needs to read this, is a backstory of Goldar. And with his... Um, Rangers! Forget his race, but going back to where they came, he came about and Lord Zed putting him under his command and everything. Badass fucking story that I... Wouldn't just happen, these short stories wouldn't, you see, happen in the normal books, even though they right. kind of could throw some in there. These are very very well put in an annual where they don't tie into the everyday story. Um, but they add to the history. Yeah, yeah, and very much so. Or it just it adds to the nuance of the whole universe of what they're trying to bring here. Because um, the one that I really want to talk uh, about more is Unlikely Heroes, um, written by uh, Ross the Bud. Thibado, Thibado. Um, and illustrated by Rob Gulleroy. This had... <laughs> what? <laughs> I was just correcting all the names as oh. you were pronouncing them. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Who can't say names now, Tony? Oh, I've always known I couldn't say <laughs> names now. I can't name names good, guys. <laughs> it, 
uh, unlikely heroes, what would you guys think that's about? Or who that's about? Vulcan Skull. Exactly. Yes. Um, the Rangers get locked up uh, into, well, Billy, because of course, whenever Rita makes a monster, she's spying on the Power Rangers. Oh, they want the ice cream. Here's an ice cream monster. Yeah. Ice cream! Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Billy was talking about a, a ma- magic tricks and stuff for the school um, talent show, and she made some creature that locked locked them in its chest. So the Power Rangers were pretty much essentially uh, trapped. In chest jail? Uh, from hot. I forget his name. His bad. name was uh, the, the Locket, or Mr. Lock. Um... What I love the most is, and I am the one who locks. <laughs> and I go, wow. Let's all do our best Brian Cranston Power Ranger noises now, or putty noises. <laughs> um, that that just made me, me laugh. So, of course, there's no Power Rangers around. Who is Zordon going to get? Then, you have to then think of the only two other like, characters main characters that, are... that you would, and Alpha goes, I will get someone, and Gets bulk and skull, and when he's scanning them, he's like hygiene minus one, tack minus fifty, attitude nine thousand, <laughs> and because 9, the joke, the joke that always keeps going on, besides nine thousand for those people that know uh, uh, Dragon Ball, is the attitude part. Why he got teenagers with attitude that somehow attitude, not real, but like the jokes are like are the what the power force that you know they they run on. It's all about attitude. attitude and teenage attitude. So seeing how strong they were in attitude, Zordon makes a couple other jokes about it too, which I'm just like, it just keeps giving. Like these are stories within here that I wouldn't have found anywhere else or thought that they would become Power Rangers. And I Do love they get suits. You got they got suits. Oh, one yes. that was too small for bulk, and then one that was kind of too loose for skull. <laughs> he's called Scotty. Um, he uh, uh, bulk took the power of the baconot baconadon baconadon baconadon. Yeah, baconadon, um, which was obviously a pig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hog. And then uh, skull took the power of the the feathered dactyl, which pretty much kind of looked like a chicken um they didn't really get their the the they had the the picture mock-ups of the zords in the back um with them talking about what they're getting ultimately they saved the day and then they got their minds wiped so they couldn't remember ah. but it was one of those things of like because this is an annual and usually everything in it is canon though it's not like they're just throwing out we finally get to see them As do Power that. Rangers. And I want to see them do it again. Like, bring this story back in the next annual of them having to... Because it was so good. The best story in this, though, was the first one, which I had you read, Lynn. Yes, I read it. And I don't understand how I've never thought of this. It was pretty much a life in the day. Um, a day, day in the life. life. Day, yeah, a life in the... Yeah, or day, day in a life. life. Shut up. I hate guys. Life in a day. <laughs> like life in a the, day is the story of a fruit fly. <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> um, this followed uh, around uh, the Red Ranger, Jason, and what his typical week looked like. And it kind of, I thought originally in the first page it was going to be kind of like, okay, they fought someone here, but what? how bored he is to get back out and fight. No, this took each day and kind of had like, Getting up at 4.30 a.m. to go running in one of the panels with Zach and just being like, man, slow down. Um, then going to getting ready for school and then being in school and then another fight and then getting home for his karate class and then out doing, like, another battle. Homework. And then, and then homework. And then the next day. And almost, like, repeat and even showing all the stuff that he does, uh, him being a sensei, and towards the end when he missed a, a time, but that also explained because sometimes... He can't be a routine robot and make everything. He's out battling. Right. There was when he got home super late because he was out battling again, and his mom was worried about him. And this just overall gave a sense of what the Power Rangers have to go through. I mean, even the the part where uh, Zach quips, like, he, Jason got up the next morning and he's like, come on, he goes, we just fought a giant monster <laughs> on an asteroid last night. I am not getting up at 4.30 today to go running. Like, you got to be kidding me. Right. But Jason does it. And then he's. I love the. I love when they show him literally sleeping almost all day on Saturday. Yeah, that was like his one I, day of it rest. made me feel so much better for him because I was getting to. I was getting stressed out 
reading this. Yeah. Like, literally, I was like, this is fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, how much there actually been. Because for us, we always think it's once a week when right. we watch the show. But to really think, yeah, she probably every day has something different scheming or every other day of something going on and where they go to that. And the visuals, so fucking amazing. Sorry, then it's really good. But also, the, um, I love the dee 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 Oh. And showing the musical notes for that. So that you can... Ex- See exactly what it's supposed. In case you didn't know, you can see exactly what it is. What yeah. keys it in? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimately, though, he makes it through a week, and they kind of are having a picnic at the end, and just saying, "Oh, yep." And tomorrow starts another week. And it's very nice of her to give them Sundays off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and the oh, seventh day, I won't destroy them. <laughs> I miss. I misspoke. A life in a week, or I mean, a week in a life of, um, is what it was called. Yeah. Um, this one written by uh, Kyle Higgins and illustrated by uh, Rod Rees. Yeah, good job. I felt the stress. They did yeah, a very it, good job. It was probably one of the best short couple pages with not a lot of dialogue, just the nut, the hours of the day saying what they're going through. And it's one of those things I've never actually thought of how much they probably get called on a day to go do that while still living their teenage lives. Right. Like, their fictional lives. Yeah. Fictional teenagers. They're still teenagers. I mean, this isn't like an autobiography of the Power Rangers. <laughs> it's no. not fiction. They're real. Okay. I don't know. It's a Tony in his heart. <laughs> Those two stories alone, yeah, worth the price. Um, there's obviously a couple other ones in there. Um, art styles definitely change, and each uh, story is kind of self-contained, but well worth pick it up. Um, I was so it's thrilled with this one. Yes. Yep. Boom, Boom Studios. Studios. Boom! Boom! Exclamation mark. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was really drawn out. Um, so, happy news for another person who was not in the spotlight ever until he came on the show. Uh, a friend that, we, that, that me and Derek found... Um, in the gutter one random night <laughs> who who really needed some help uh pushing his his comic and we then decided okay come on our podcast we'll give you a chance and look at what little little toe is doing right now <laughs> little toe <laughs> he's now big no big toe big toe now <laughs> i hope he's not listening <laughs> oh no he'll listen he probably will. <laughs> oh yeah um no so uh with the news uh Rob Liefeld is bringing back Youngblood um, next year, and this is something that I've, I've heard in the works for a good year now, actually, in mm-hmm. of itself, of him wanting to bring this back. Um, where it ties into our buddy Jim is, Jim is creating the new characters. He's yes. getting to draw. He's an artist, yeah. He's doing the art. And... Because he blew up uh, Liefeld's Twitter. Oh my god, I love this story so much. So he was doing an art exercise, and I don't know, he does Inktober every year, so I don't know if it was that or if he was just practicing, and he posts on Twitter, follow him all the time. It's, you know, his art's great, but he drew all the characters and then sent little hearts to to Liefeld and was like, oh, look at it, these are your characters, and Liefeld loved them. He's like, sweet. I have an artist. Yes, and yeah. Jim told him that this would be his dream job. And, and you know, and as he said, you know, you're going to get quality work from right. someone that is their dream job doing. So, so. what's what I love? Amazing, like, ama- amazing, but radically different. Yes, that's one of the first things of of learning about this is is looking at the characters. He really messed up on the pouches. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> seriously, Jim. One thing that you you knew to draw. Was a bajillion and a half pouches. It's funny because that's the first thing I looked for too in these characters. Because if you if you guys search this on the internet, you'll see the character designs. I see one pouch, maybe that is two. Not enough pouches. Shaft has like he's got like a backpack on that might have some pouches, and then he's got like a leg pouch. But I don't see any other pouches on, <laughs> on any of these characters at all. Yeah, um, I, and so with that being said, like a departure from from Liefeld, like I'm just surprised that Liefeld isn't. Drawing. Drawing, and because he's always been very control-oriented of uh, his stuff. Right. I love that there's a new direction. Have him write it out, but let someone else do it, and a young new talent. Yes. Who hopefully we can see more. Like, And 
as we always joke, uh, uh, Ryan Ryan Lee was our first of friends that were honestly, I don't want to say small time, but weren't well known. That has now been doing stuff for Marvel and, and big names and Brilliant. we got Stegman yeah. and <laughs> well Stegman though we met while he was doing on that, the rise. but also on the rise. But really, we joke about Ryan all the time. Now we have Jim that we can also start. Joke about. Yeah, and yeah. also knowing knowing that he's had some stuff in the works, but he wasn't allowed to talk about it um, when I saw him at C two E two and then at Motor City as well. And he's sitting with Ryan too, so yeah, of they course always the, share a table, the two young so. young guns uh, coming up there, right? They know what they're doing, and they're going to take the the art world by storm. And I am kind of glad though that we did get to meet them before they're big stars. So I have a ton of Jim Jim's art. A ton oh, I thought you were going to say a ton of Jim stories because I have a shit ton of no those. no no you you we I've only met <laughs> I just remember at Motor City telling both of them to give you a ton of shit for locking my keys in my trunk. Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah that... remember they both came and like jiggled their keys at you when you walked by, or my, their keys at you when you walked by. Yeah, because luckily your wife. <laughs> yeah, my wife was on the way with keys. Yeah. Otherwise, I would have been trapped oh, in Detroit with keys in my trunk. Stories. Fucking yes. But. I do have to say, uh, this this brings up something I, um, listening to other podcasts, always kind of got to give a shout out to some of them, um, especially when there's something good. And I don't want to just repeat or steal a segment from someone else's podcast, although I really wanted to because it was such a good subject, but uh, Super Skull Podcast, uh, the people from Vault of Midnight, uh, their comic shop, uh, do a podcast, and this past week's... Uh, had to do that a segment about Image Comics and kind of how where it started, some of the rustling behind the Marvel and DC creators and wanting to own their rights and the legalese and how it came about. And that's part one, and then part two is going to be coming nice. out later in the week. And it was such a good, like, I was mesmerized listening to this podcast. I actually took an extra 15-minute break and sat in my car just finishing this segment that they had on their podcast and i just want to throw that out there any listeners search the super cult super skull i want to know what i want to know bullet points of what you learned well learned in the beginning uh about this malibu comics or not malibu fuck now i'm forgetting the the damn okay go listen listen to it again you don't want the tony version yeah no because i will dumb it down even though Knowing, uh, you know, McFarlane being one of the first... Right, and Liefeld. Yeah. Yeah. To start, mm-hmm. yeah. But also, because it brings up, you know, how many people, they know McFarlane from Spawn. Right. But do they know him from Spider-Man well, he's and his Black, great run? Black Suit Spider-Man, yeah. yeah. But not a lot of people right. nowadays know the beginnings and how that turned into, um, and that's all part of within their show, too, so... That's just something out. random. Uh, Sweet. I love Alt of Midnight. They're good peoples. Yeah. They're very nice. Speaking of Spider-Man, I don't know who the fuck this person is, so you're going to have okay. to know. So, to so and I, I, I was trying to see if this had been like fully confirmed or not, so I'm just going to add an addendum to say I, I'm not sure if this is 100% casted or not, but um, Zendaya... Yeah, who is that? She's some like, so, Nickelodeon she or was like, on Disney chick. Disney. Um, I believe the show that I had seen her on was called Shake It Up. Which was like a dance show. Shake it up. Shake it up. Um, but she's just she's. I think she was on Dancing with the Stars for one of the seasons. But she's she's a cute little girl. I, she's probably not little anymore. She's younger than me, so that makes her little. She's Real actually a, a really pre- a really good actress though, and uh, I really like her. But she's been cast as um, well, rumored to be yes. Because then again, who knows what they're right. going to do until they confirm right. it? Uh, Mary Jane Watson. So she's gonna she's gonna be the redheaded girl next door, not redheaded girl next door. But again, and I don't know why people keep throwing fits over this. People are losing their shit that Mary Jane's now gonna be a black girl because Zendaya is is black. And well, we had Turtle Face Kirsten Dunst as Mary Jane. <laughs> turtle so face. she has a turtle face. That is she, so true. Definitely not the the girl next door that you would imagine when you think of Mary Jane Watson. I would, I could see Zendaya, and I know you guys don't know what she looks like unless you saw pictures of her. But she definitely looks more like Bombshell Girl Next Door than Kristen Dunst did. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, Kristen Dunst was definitely... She doesn't quite have the Maggie Gyllenhaal turtle face, but there's a turtle <laughs> face there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm excited about it. I think it's good for them to... Switch it up. Switch it up. And I don't... I mean, yes, Mary Jane's been white 
her whole life in the comic books. But who the fuck cares? Really, it's all—it's more about the feeling of the character, I think, than he's just gonna get himself some of that sweet, sweet Mary Jane next door. <laughs> uh, uh, not Lindsay Lohan. What's uh, the other uh, girl? The last one that was uh, Mary Jane. Uh, Emma Stone. Yeah, she was. She was Gwen Stacy. She was, in, she was Gwen Stacy. Was she? Oh yeah, because she yeah, totally could have rocked some Mary Jane though. Yeah, yeah. She's. She did. She, she, she fucking yeah, be no, anything. She, she could just stand in my living room. And she was stare even at an me. Asian like, once. You get an Oscar <laughs> in that Hawaii movie. She was Asian. What did you not know? The that? What movie? That was that Aloha. She was an Asian woman. I don't know of this movie or that. She Apparently, was Asian. It was, yeah, how did you watch this? Movie? I did not watch it. I just knew that it was critically banned and that people well, were pissed played... that she was in, like a Hawaiian girl as Emma Stone, the whitest person on earth. That is kind of. That's that borderline's on offensive a little bit. Yeah, though. that's exactly <laughs> what people were saying. So it's not like they're taking in Zendaya and making her a red-headed white Putting girl. her in a white face? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's just going to be a, a fun... She, I, her characters have always been really like upbeat and, and fun and funny. She's funny, so it'd be interesting to see. Do you watch a lot of uh, Disney television? I had a, yes, I did. <laughs> I had a young child at the sure, time. Sure, excuses, Linz. Connor wouldn't watch, admit to watching it now, but, you know... And you'll uh, find that sometimes the kids' shows go on the television, and even when the kids leave, they're still them? on the television. I got hypnotized by a Teletubbies. You once. get really into like whether Dora, you know, actually gets actually gets to where friggin', she needs to go. Freaking Handy Manny. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> swipe or no swipe. <laughs> sometimes you just want to hand- be like, give Swiper a break, man. Is that <laughs> swipe or no swipe? What is he on? Like handy Handy Manny on I Tinder? I don't know what he does. Yeah, he swipe or no swiping. Sw- he's, a th- he's a thief. <laughs> That's racist. That would be an awesome. Now I want like a, a ghetto remake of Dora with Have you Swiper not, well, using. There's there's the one Tinder. that uh, adults or was it uh, Robot Chicken has done multiple times where. Dora is just like a crazed bitch, and like oh, she like kills people and stuff. And, yeah, because she she grew up in the jungles. Mm-hmm. So you think she would have some sort of space? um? Well, some other casting talks. Have you guys ever read some mangas? Or I read Attack on Titan. Seems... Oh, awesome! I can't wait for that to come back out next. Yeah, next Attack on Titan is awesome. Yes. Um, you guys ever heard of Alita Battle Angel? No. Nope. Very well cult, well not even cult following, just a very well following uh, manga that also had its own um, anime made of it and uh, it revolves around a world, like most worlds, where the elite and everything are up in their sky city and oh. trash falls down into this world and That's there such are... such a sub- burgeoning subgenre of things. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. it's a very... A comic you talked about <laughs> yeah, that was just like this. Yeah, it was the 4000 AD yeah. comic. Very yeah, Japanimation type mm-hmm. uh subject there and it follows then a doctor who finds this robot to then he fixes up and there's robot fights there and someone it's a very good uh manga and it's actually Derek becker's like favorite i am so when i time. actually i knew that he loved this when i heard you say it and yeah. i was shocked when i found out because they were they're making a movie which is what you're going to talk about here in a second and i was shocked (laughs) that's not a spoiler that's not what he's going to talk about but um i was shocked to find out that he even read any manga at all his his fiance though well yes no so yeah her i no surprise there whatsoever (laughs) quite the education from her at c2e2 oh yes if you ever want to find out about anything manga or yeah, stuff. stuff. <laughs> what is appendages? Uh, if you want, if you want, if yeah. you want the complete history of tentacle porn, yes. <laughs> Still have that as a secret pot episode someday. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yep. Um. Anyways, going back to what I was going to talk about. Um, Christopher Waltz is Christoph Waltz. Christoph yes. Waltz. Me not speak names well. The Christ- Waltz, Christopher. Christoph Waltz is. Uh, I love is him. in the talks to uh, be Dr. Dyson um, Ido, who is the cyber surgeon who finds um, Alita and in the scrapyard and repairs her, and then she becomes this badass uh, killing machine. Um, when it comes to casting, he looks and I think has the acting chops to to what the character was made to be, and. So this is one of those, as we were talking about a Mary Jane, of, well, right. if it could work or not, this is one of those 
holy shit, it better work, because if not, I don't see, but this, also this movie has been plagued for 15 years of rumors of when's it going to be made. Yeah. I mean, James Cameron once was going to, you know, direct, and then um, Robert Rodriguez was going to, and then, um, you know, the Maze Runners, uh, Rosa Salazar, has been talked about doing it, like, they keep going through the directors, they keep going through everything. It's hard. I think it's hard to make movies based on mangas because they're so. The stories are so big. Like I don't know how long this one's been going on because I don't read it. But they're just they're so, and their fan bases are rabid. So crazy. Like if you think we're bad when we bitch about things like the Suicide Squad, I would hate to, <laughs> to piss those. You know, manga fans I, off. I know you talked about it. I saw Suicide Squad. Yeah, it was not as bad as Batman versus Superman. Really. Now, you, now you're just giving it some bonus points. Well, I was just comparing <laughs> it. I mean, I didn't think it was horrible. It was watchable, at least. I didn't feel like I was watching two hours of brooding that made me want to stab that's, my that's eyeballs the, out. The tone was definitely bear, more bearable. But were they superheroes, or were they the bad guys? I think they were a little of both. But they shouldn't be a little bit of both. No, In the books, to... they are straight-up bad guys. Yeah. And that's that's actually one thing that... I. Do I'm glad you're here because you would be able to be relevant in this conversation. Um, no offense, Linz, but thanks. Um, <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about, but thanks, Harley. Already. I want to talk about Harley specifically, not just mm-hmm. in the movie, but how they use that character. And actually, a little bit bitching of all DC right now. Um, Are you going to talk about how she's not boner inducing anymore? Is that why I can't be involved in no, this conversation? No, no, I, I would totally have <laughs> okay. you come in that conversation. <laughs> Uh, no, who, what is she? Awkward. Is she comic relief? Is she supposed to be the Deadpool breaking fourth wall? Is she a psychopath? Um, is she a murderer? Or is she, uh, you know, a very highly intelligent psychiatrist, uh, second in command type She's person? all of those now? But then, how can they have her have her own title doing one thing and then in another book doing something totally different? Deadpool is Deadpool in all of his books. Yeah. Superman is, for the most part, Superman in all of his books, unless you go to some different universes. Even then, DC takes liberties with who is who and how they interact with other people. Um, and this isn't a bitch on, on either publishing side of how they go about it, but her in particular. There was just uh, seven months ago when she literally gave out all these Game Boys for free to all these kids and put bombs in them and had them all fucking mm. blow up. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. That is not someone that should be reformed at all. Was that while she, not... she was back with the Joker? Yeah. He's bad for her. Yeah. yeah. Clearly. But then in her solo uh, comic, which I was reading for a little bit, because it was kind of fun and zany, and she has right. her pet beaver and all this shit. It's a stuffed beaver. It's not actually alive. It's that creepy, like, stuffed beaver that, she, that the talks. The fact that it's a beaver is yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Uh, for, yeah. Yes. Yeah, reasons. Reasons. Um, <laughs> Is totally different character, but yet mm-hmm. and we're supposed to believe this is the same person. I don't know if it's supposed to be like I think it's one of those like multiple universes things going on because they don't really play into each other. Because she's she always seems more evil in the Suicide Squad comics than in like the Harley book or like the Harley's Harley and the Gang of Harleys. Book. Yes, Harley's Little Black Book. She's very. Uh, Deadpool-y. I can tell you, the audience for some of those books is women. And the audience for some of those other books is men. That is true. I, I'm okay with that. But you need to still have a character based in who they are, where they come from, and what type of person dynamic are they. So do you think, like, I mean, obviously she's crazy. And Deadpool's yeah. crazy, too. So it's not even in a way where you're, you can believe that maybe she just has multiple personalities? I, I don't see that being part of who... Because I haven't read these, so I don't know if it comes off that way or if it's, and it's just poorly written, or... That's what I feel it's, it's poorly she written. She talks to herself a lot. They don't so know where she's... Yeah. I don't feel that the writers know which aspect of her they should focus on more, and they really need to tighten that up a bit. You can still have someone that in one of the books is a little more serious, gung-ho, let's get in and get out. And yes, you can have one that's a little bit more um, happy-go-lucky... And, and a little more jokester, telling right. some jokes, and even breaking the fourth wall a bit. But when you have one book where she doesn't break the fourth wall at all, you don't see that ever. And then her own comic book where she does that, really it's two different... Make a whole new character for that person that you want to be. Yeah. Don't call it Harley. It's too disconnected. And make it the, it, well, it's two distinct... Two different, different writers, two different... It's right. basically two different worlds. Yeah. 
but well, it's she's too, their mon- she's their cash that, cow. Two distinct characters, though. So they're trying to make her their Deadpool, and they're just not as good at it as the writers for Deadpool. And and but they they just need to cross it over into yeah. all of them, or seriously let us readers know which one we're reading. And even then, don't do that. Just let Amanda Connor have Harley and take it away from everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> Because I think that was their more successful title anyway, mm-hmm. was the Harley Quinn solo title. Well, I'm but sure. That's one of their bigger ones. I could see so. her being different when she's with Joker, because he does make her... Crazier. Crazier yeah. and, and that's evil, fine, but that's but, in the story right. and where that would be. But when you have a whole series written about, that's just it's one of those things that's been irking me a bit more. This does have nothing to do with even the Suicide but Squad, but she's part of it. So. Right. She's the... Biggest, biggest part of it right now. One, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Let's talk about something. Some other character that pissed you off recently and now has redeemed themselves. Who? Iron Man. I'm sorry. <laughs> Her name is now Iron Heart. Yes. <laughs> um, this was. Uh, God, I do feel like I've turned into the grumpy old Derek now. <laughs> you crushed <laughs> the old <laughs> son <laughs> of a bitch. <laughs> yes, that's terrible. Oh, no. Um, no. When we first announced uh, Riri uh, Williams, Riri. Riri. I think it's Riri, not her Riri. Riri? Let's go with Riri. That just sounds like it. You're it's more making... fun to say. Riri? Riri? Oh, Riri? Riri. <laughs> yeah, what do you want me to say now? That Riri. sounds like a bad Asian Riri. stereotype yeah. now, and that's just not okay. cool. It, I do. That, Riri? Now, but now I kind of want to say Riri. I don't, Riri? <laughs> Riri? Yeah. I, oh, Riri? Words and names, what do they mean? <laughs> um, Riri. So anyway, Riri Williams. Yes. 15-year-old uh, MIT student. I was all about the story and everything, but I just got so distracted with them calling her Iron Man. Right. But she's not a man, and really that suit's not made out of iron anymore either. But beyond beyond that, I am so glad that they gave her an official codename, official, and Ironheart sounds just a very unique, awesome... They made a new character. Sure, taking a suit of armor is not the most unique, but... War Machine is not called Iron Man either. I am so happy about this. In fact, this has... I was flat out like, I'm not going to pick up this book because they're... What they keep on doing is riding off the coattails of other names. Right, gender swapping, essentially. Yeah, Yeah. and that pissed me off. But you actually create a new character and then actually go about of making them their own superhero. So so she Thor pisses you off, too? Yes, we talked about that last time. her Her name is not Thor, his name is actually his name is Thor. Thor. His name is Thor. Thor Odinson. That's his name. You will become him. You will have the power of Thor, but that doesn't mean you are named Thor. Right. You have the power of Thor. See now that so you can be the Thunder God, Jane. <laughs> well, <laughs> Just sound as I, so I have, I have one thing to say about that, and then I want to go back to the okay. Iron Iron thing. It made sense when they weren't telling us who she was at the beginning. For, like, the first ten issues of Thor. It's called Goddess of Thunder. Agreed. But it made way more sense. Now that we know who she is, I think they could probably give her a new name. She doesn't need to be yeah. Thor. That's That'd confusing. Be lazy they writing. talk to each other all the time. They're always in the same room. Yeah, does he go, People are hi, like, hi, Thor. Yes, Thor. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. If oh, looking, Thor. Oh, Thor. Uh, oh, me. Oh, me. Oh, me. Is she not the God of Thunder? Goddess. Right? Goddess of Thunder. Yeah. Is yeah. there a Goddess of Thunder in Norse mythology? I don't think so. There's no, Thor. Thor is God of Thunder. I guess. She has the she has the god powers. She is that god. So I am Zeus. My name is Zeus. Mm-hmm. Thunderbolts. You take my powers. Does that make you Zeus? No, that Maybe. makes you Derek. With Zeus powers. Derek, Derek with Zeus powers. So you are still named. But what Derek. if I, I what if Zeus. I became the the king of Olympus because I had the Zeus powers? Would that I the, be Zeus? Then that would be Zeus. Zeus isn't his title though. Zeus is his name, just like Thor was his name. Your title would be King of the Titans. King of the Gods, Derek, the Thunder. That's not the, the Thunder. I, I think the fact that they say gives them the power of Thor on the hammer gives them the title the name, of Thor the as name well. Of Thor? Yeah, sure. Yeah, the title is Thunder God. Thor. No, the title. No, of Thor. Power of Thor. Power so of Thor, Thor transferred up. his. Okay. Anyways, let's go back to, <laughs> to um, Riri. Yes, I'm. I'm really excited about the name because Ironheart. You know. It's it's definitely like a girlier name. You're not going to see a guy running around in a suit unless he's like a Care Bear or something or a Brony. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm really glad they didn't go with Iron Maiden. Oh yeah, 
A because that's a band already. Oh no, the lawsuit. Yeah, and, and it, it would just be a, it'd be so stupid. Yeah, no, it'd be tongue in cheek. <laughs> yeah, wasn't there already an Iron Maiden? Anyways, they may have said it once or twice it's as a like torture a torture device. I know that. No, I thought there was a character that was. Iron there might have been. I don't no, that's know, what I think. But... but it was not someone that they're gonna lift right. up to have their own comic. It was probably a one-off. Yeah. Of, yeah. This is the Iron so, Maiden. Or uh-huh. Iron Woman, I'm glad. I I really like it. It's I think it fits her because she's 15. It's kind of cutesy. It was an Iron Maiden. And it and it totally, you know that it's she's still Iron Man, essentially. She's got the suit of armor. And I also love that her AI is Tony. That, that <laughs> partly makes me curious, and I know because I read solicitations that it's not happening, because I know Tony Stark's in some other books coming out. Right. But it would be hella awesome if Tony Stark died at the end of the Civil War. Like, we already know Hulk died, but at the end of the first Civil War, Captain America died. What if this one, Tony dies and is away for a little bit, but he lives on in her AI computer as himself, and then maybe somehow finds some gelatinous cube that he can sells and, like, his spirit comes into it, and then he gets reborn or whatever. Good writing. I think that's a right. good plot point. Right. Nope, we know that's not going to happen. No. But I do like that he'll be in the book, even though he won't be in the book. And I, I don't know if I'd really want him as my AI, though. Cause... It, I think it could be, it'll be uh, comedic relief, for sure, which, you know, Marvel's really good at, and it's what makes them different from DC, at least some of their books. But I'll have to do give a shout-out uh, to uh, the uh, Unbeatable Squirrel Girl, number 11, Uh I learned how to count in binary, at least. Like computer binary? And now yes, it's just like, like one ones zero, and zeros. Zero, yeah. One zero, um, one, one zero, one yeah, zero, she one, was, one. Yeah, she was uh, fighting uh, Count uh, Nefaria and cha- challenging her to counting pretty much and how she's like, I can count to 31 on one hand and how would you be able to do that, whatever. And she starts explaining how binary pinky would be one, the ring finger two, Middle finger is four, and then eight to your thumb is 16. And you add with the one, one, and then there's two finger, and then you add both those as three. Then there's four. Four plus one (laughs) is five. And, like, how it makes sense and how then when you represent it, 17 would be one, zero, 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 one. I'm like, I learned stuff. Like, (laughs) this is... That's impressive. Yeah, and actually that I remembered it. Uh, that is also impressive. Like, I'm going to tell a lot of my friends that are nerds. That's nurse, why you remember it. <coughs> oh, I'm... <laughs> I cannot... We, this is a way to to bridge the gap between computer nerds yes, and... Yes, it is. Squirrel Girl. nerds. <laughs> Squirrel Girl's doing it. She's she's bringing together the nerddoms. If anybody can do it, it's the unbeatable Squirrel Girl right there. Well, yeah, according to my wife, yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was reading this article that is, like, the greatest thing I've ever read and makes me excited because I've always joked about this. Apparently the Coast Guard lets some guy, this is an old article, but lets some guy have a Viking funeral. Oh. That would be sweet. That's that's how I want to go out. Just push me out in a canoe and shoot flaming arrows at me. Actually, one of my all-camping trips, me and my brother and my uncle had talked about pulling in our money to create our own um, funeral parlor, and that's what it, we would We'd set do. it up on a river with You'd a waterfall. What no, if, no what not river. We'd, we'd have our own private uh, lake, lake so that ah. shit would just fall in the lake. But it would be your family could then push I, the raft out and whoever you wanted to shoot the arrow. Right. We'd have some gas somehow going from it to make sure it caught when it goes over. But that would be badass. I would like, we would set up the whole thing right. for a small fee. It, yeah. You'd have to, like, I think. Technically, human remains. I are, think the EPA might yeah. have some issues but, with but you. Graveyards, bodies all over the place. So yes, you, but those caskets have to be like like so they hold everything in for like thirty years. Yeah, or but something now, ridiculous. now that's you see true, Louisiana though, that shit's just running down the street, popping up and running down the street. So at least they made them airtight. They're like full of air and they float. Yeah, How sweet is that? Yeah, sorry, Louisiana. Well, we'll do. We do so. <laughs> I mean, that's not as fun, but <laughs> we would trudge the bottom of the lake. And yeah. I think that my more concern here is if you embalm the body or something, you have chemicals seeping into the water supply and I down. think if you are setting them on fire, you probably wouldn't want to embalm Probably them. not, because God knows. I would imagine so that... Soaking kerosene overnight. <laughs> <laughs> There's like, like a 50-gallon drum of kerosene, just chuck the body in it. Yeah. And <laughs> inject it down their stomach, their mouth. This just sounds... We could embalm them with kerosene. Oh. 
That, that pyre's going up. How did up. they do it back? They just stuffed them with like herbs and stuff, right? Back in the day, yeah, they I think so. Sh- shove what? I said, yeah, herbs. herbs. Yeah, just like, and then when they put them on the pyre, it smelled ch- finger no, chicken. I thought that's the, how they like, preserved ooh, the bodies, though. Is they like shoved them full of like salt and herbs and stuff, so that so they, they made could do uh, the they viewing. made they made man jerky. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, that's a nice brine you got there. <laughs> <laughs> what flavor are you, teriyaki? <laughs> oh, was... sad, sad news for Captain America again. He's... Steve what? Rogers is no longer going to be Captain America. He's not? No, but at least in the cinematic universe only. What? Com- comic books, he's still Hill Hydra slash sleeper agent, secret agent. Fuck all that shit. Oh. Uh, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, in the next movies... Steve Rogers is not going to be Captain America. So who's he going to be? I guess he would just be Steve. (laughs) (laughs) But no, who is he going to be? Steve. Steve Steve Rogers. He's going to be Stefan. Is he? It's going to be like one of those weird, uh, what should we call it, Family Matters transitions, where he goes from Urkel to Stefan. Yeah. Uh, Oh my gosh, that would be awesome. That's a pull (laughs) from the 90s. No, but seriously, who is he going to need? Does it give details? I want to know. No, he's, not Steve. Know. he's, not gonna, he's he, just not going to be Captain America anymore? No, he could probably come under um, a different title. He has switched. Uh, what was that one th- he was for a while? Nomad? Uh, but, but, but no, that's not the one I was thinking of. But yes, that one too. He went by a completely different name for a while there. The Summer Soldier? That would have been awesome. Like <laughs> Captain Hydra or something. Uh, I'm now I'm stuck on Summer Soldier, and okay. that's all. Captain I can think Liberty, about. maybe. Maybe something like that. Um. Yeah. So, anyways, well, he's not in America anymore. He's in Patriot. Wakanda. He's Captain Wakanda. They should call him. The well, I was gonna say, yeah, that's because <laughs> I can see what they're doing with that too, so that he isn't that person anymore. The shield will go to someone else, maybe, or just not be brought up in the next Lucky. movie. Captain World. But then you'll know you're gonna see in that last end credit scene. Of the, you know, in right. Infinity War, the shield just being picked up and then, like, him smiling and looking at the camera he's, or whatever. He's literally in the land of vibranium. He could have so many cool vibranium things. Well, in the, he, in the comic books, Bucky becomes Captain America and so, at the end of Civil so War. So Sam Wilson he? at some point. Yeah, yeah that's later on. Yeah. But After like, yeah, but old. Yeah. We're not always following I the comic books that, in this sense. So, yeah, just That's Steve. the easiest pull. Yeah, okay. Steve. 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 I don't know. <laughs> I'm a superhero. My name is Steve. <laughs> I don't think if he's going if he's going by Steve, I don't think he wants to be a superhero anymore. Well, it sounded well. No, it sounded like he wanted to be at the end of uh, Infinity War. So who who knows? At the end of Infinity War, or uh, Civil the, War, the fake war. ending of Infinity War that you just made up. Yeah. That one. <laughs> yes, it did sound like he wanted yeah. to be a superhero. <laughs> hey, that's my fantasy. <laughs> and if you want to have a fan to see. Oh. Wow, that was a transition. Oh my god, you get snaps for that one. <laughs> what is this, third grade like music class? Yeah, come on, down well, picnics, I everything. I can't clap, it's too loud. Yes, uh, there is looks like a, a half-special crab. I have these awesome fingernails now, so I needed to use them. I pinch. Just a little pinch. Okay, fan, fan to see. Fan to see. Yes, for only six ninety four per person. That's a steal. $6.94? Yes. In January, you guys could board a luxurious uh, cruise um, that is also part Comic-Con. It is called Fan Letter to Number, number Two. Number Two? <laughs> oh, Tony's having a day. <laughs> it is uh, leaving January 19th to the 23rd. Um, they are going to have uh, premiere panels such as... Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Walking Dead, Stranger Things. They're going to have Marvel and DC. Um, some of the big names that are going to be there. Um, Scott Snyder, Charles Soule, Mark Wade, oh, uh, Mark Sounds Brooks. Sounds like a stalker girl's dream cruise. Yeah. Like, they can't get away from you. Really, they yeah, can't. <laughs> and nightly panels and everything. And, and I was thinking, too, this would be it. Like, if I was a artist or celeb or whatever, this would be a really cool one to get booked on because you got to Ship. And get a free cruise. I'm sure they'll have downtime. I, to be honest, too, of how many cons that I've gone to, that price for four days is about the price of a hotel plus the con. Right. So they're on point with cost-wise. Which, and cruises usually have, what, free food buffets and yeah. stuff? So mm-hmm. you're actually probably getting sometimes, a yeah, deal sometimes. going on this one. Yeah. I just thought it was where's pretty... it? Where's it? Where's it uh, leaving out yeah, of? Yeah, yeah. Where's, where's it, it going? It uh, sails from the Port of Tampa... 
goes to Key West uh, and Cozumel. Smell it coming to a port near you in January. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for anybody that hops on that cruise that isn't there for the Comic Con. That's a lot of nerds. The, yeah, they suits. Like, <laughs> oh, oh god, <laughs> that, that ship deck is going to be reflective. They if all, you they think all, clothes day sweaty one. nerds were bad, just wait till you see them. Day one, scene. it'll be reflective. Day two, it'll look like a damn lobster <laughs> traveling around. There's whales on this ship? <laughs> bunch of indoor kids in the... In the sun. Can't. bunch of red. Throughout yeah. the, everyone's going to be sunburnt when they come back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we call it the melanoma boat. <laughs> <laughs> Who had booze in the book this week? Uh, Lynn's is going to... Young Neil. Yeah, uh, so... No, we got, we got Blue Beetle. Rebirth, number one, coming out. Because he's blue and a beetle. Well, and this <laughs> this one... So a lot of the Rebirths have been, uh, like, setting up the new DC Universe. And this one is literally uh, with Jamie Reyes and Ted Cord. And Ted Cord's like, let's save the world. And Jamie Reyes is like, get this fucking scarab off my back. I don't want it anymore. So that's the whole, what the comic <laughs> That is the greatest summary of right? all time. <laughs> that's, I mean, so it's a little bit of a, of a different from the Rebirth ones, because it's not, like, setting up this whole thing that they're doing. It's just a reintroduction of the character and how he hates it. But what we don't hate... Is I have decided that the appropriate drink to drink while reading this book is a bluebird. Tony? Tweet. A bluebird. Tweet. It's okay. Uh, it is one for the gin drinkers, because we don't make a lot of gin drinks. Yeah, that's true. Because uh, gin is disgusting. Yeah, I was going to say. Gin is not <laughs> disgusting. You guys are disgusting. Gin is amazing. It tastes like a delicious pine tree in the summer. That's why you got to to pick this booze this well, week. I did. I enjoy gin. You guys can gag on it and all you want. And he likes pine trees. I do. I do. It's, it's great. Uh, so this is two ounces of gin, one ounce of triple sec, an ounce of blue curacao. Caraco. Don't fucking say it. <laughs> I thought it was Todd Caraco. It is not Caraco, it is Curacao. And two <laughs> dashes of bitters. Bitters. Shake it in a shaker with ice, strain into a cocktail glass, garnish with a cherry. You've got a bluebird. Yes, and much like beetles, bluebirds also have wings. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if you were here when I told you, though, when I was out at a bar, this was probably three or four months ago, and the guy said something of, like, mixing a drink, and someone asked what's in it, and he goes, blah, 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 blue Caraco. I wish I had my phone recorder out. The bartender said it. Bartender's wrong. I, I know. I corrected him. It is not the island of Caraco. Although, whenever I read it, I will always say Caraco. I then know in my head, damn it, Tony. Bad boy. Bad boy. Carousel. Spanks himself. Yeah. <laughs> Flagellates. No. Uh, no. I want to give a shout-out to... Um, a new brewery I was just at, and, okay. and specifically, Creston? yes. You know the ironic thing is, I saw your Facebook post, and I was at the Res while you were right were there, you? and I was at Creston the week before. So they have, first of all, their food and their beer is delicious, and the building that they're in is beautiful. So good job, Creston Brewery. But they have a beer that is called Batman Star Wars Superman, <laughs> one word, and it's like a dark grapefruit beer, like a stout. Damn, that sounds good. I, mean, it, I don't like grapefruit, and it was delicious. But yes, Batman Star Wars Superman is the nerdiest beer I've ever heard of in my entire life, and I love it. What next? <laughs> They're going to make something like Optimus Prime, or uh, let's see, Mega Sison? Let's see, what other Transformers beers can we make? Um, <laughs> you guys, you're blowing our load on beers that we I know, can use. I know, I know, I know. I just I had to share it. So I'm just making in, things up. Everyone also, in Grand Rapids area and beyond come to drink at Crest and Brewing Company. They do have a really cool building. They do. I did not try the food, but it's, I just it's had like good. three beers while I was it's there. It's all good. And I'm I'm getting to the point where I just, uh, you know, there's a lot of breweries. Did you have stone, the Fox Deluxe or the Grail? No. Those are both good. They were very citrusy IPAs yeah. and like a citrusy. Yes. Most of their beer is not super hoppy. So if you don't like really hoppy beers. Yes. Their their goal go. is to make crushable beers. Yes. Correct. All right. Um, so you haven't been there yet, Tony? No, I haven't. I've been I'm going Monday. Oh, okay. Cool. So, um, yeah, final word for this week. Uh, Rose by any other name, which smells just as sweet. So fuck you guys for yelling at me because <laughs> names are interchangeable. They're still uh, awesome creators. <laughs> Stay thirsty. We're hooked on phonics. <laughs> phonics monkey. <laughs>
You can find Drunk on Comics on Facebook at our website, drunkoncomics.com, as well as listen to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Points of Interest Podcast Network, as well as Podcast Detroit Network.